Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Welcome to this English lesson about travel. Now, I'll be honest with you, what you're going to see in a moment is actually an edited version of an English lesson about travel that I did a couple of years ago. But I thought I would put this together today for a couple of reasons. One is it's spring break in Ontario, Canada right now, and normally Jen and I will travel a little bit, but right now we can't. In fact, no one in the world can travel. But I think that we are a few months away from people being able to travel again. So reviewing these words and this vocabulary and some of these phrases is probably a good idea if you're learning English. And the other reason is this. I'm on spring break right now and I'm feeling a little bit lazy. I didn't actually feel like making a whole brand new lesson for all of you. So I thought I would do this instead. So stay tuned. It will start in just a few seconds. Oh, and one more thing. When you're done watching the lesson, in the description below, there's a link to a Quizlet set where you can practice some of the words and phrases that I teach in the lesson about travel. I hope you enjoy it. We're here to talk about travel. I'm not sure how many of you have traveled a lot. I personally have not done a lot of traveling in my life. I have gone to only the United States. I went to San Diego once and I've been to the state of Michigan uh, and I've been to South Africa. That was a long trip actually, but let's get started. Let's talk about travel again. Welcome to everyone who is here uh, for this um, lesson on travel. So the first word and phrase is trip. In English, we just call it a trip. You go on a trip. I tried to add a little bit of a phrase with each word as well, because people were asking for a little bit of a more intermediate lesson. So you go on a trip. Um, you plan a trip, you go on a trip, you come back from a trip, um, even though you go on a trip, when you return from the trip, you say that you came back from the trip. So a trip is any time you go somewhere. It can be a small trip, something that we call a day trip. So a day trip is when you leave in the morning and you come back the same day. Or maybe you are going on a longer trip of multiple days or a couple of weeks. So a trip is when you get together some things in a suitcase and you head off to go visit somewhere else. In Canadian English, a holiday and a vacation are almost the same thing. Um, we do have days in the year where it is a holiday, where the government says no one has to work. Um, but we also say that we're going on holidays or going on vacation. So you notice I added an S there. Uh, and you can see the phrases as well. Um, you can go on holiday or you can go on vacation. So a little bit of a mistake here though. In English, in Canada, we would say go on holidays. So maybe I should have fixed that. But a holiday or a vacation is time away from work uh, or school. But let's continue. We looked at trip, holiday, and vacation, but you might be traveling simply to visit someone. So my mom still has family in Holland, in the Netherlands, and she will sometimes go on a trip uh, to visit them, or they will go on a trip to visit her. So there's different reasons to travel. One of the reasons to travel is simply to visit people, uh, usually family or friends. I know that I have friends from university uh, and they went on a trip uh, just to visit other people that they knew from university. So you might go on a trip because it's a vacation, but you also might go just to visit people. Um, this word we don't use a lot anymore. 
but I know I have heard English learners use it, and that's the word journey. So uh, a journey is kind of an older word for a trip or for traveling. Um, so if you hear someone say, um, tomorrow I'm going on a long journey, it sounds a little bit funny because we don't use the word that much anymore. So journey is another word for trip, um, but it's a little bit of an older word. When you go on a trip, you have a destination. So this is the word destination. Uh, and a destination is the place that you are going to visit. So let's say I really wanted to visit France to see the Eiffel Tower. Um, I would tell people I'm going on a trip and they could ask me, where are you going? Or they could ask, what's your destination? Um, destination's a little more of a formal word. Um, you may be asked this at an airport. Um, if someone says, oh, do you have your ticket? What's your destination? Um, so this is the place that you are going to. Again, um, more commonly, we would probably just say, where are you going? <laughs> oh, you're going on a trip? Where are you going? Um, and then you reply with where you're going. Sometimes when you're going on a trip, you will take care of all of the planning yourself, uh, but sometimes you will hire a travel agent or you will go to a travel agency to have a travel agent help you plan your trip. So this is a person who helps you plan your trip. Um, they will help you get your plane tickets. They will help you get your hotel reservations. So a travel agent is a handy person if you are going to a country um, where you don't know a lot. Um, sometimes you will plan the trip yourself. Uh, many people plan trips themselves and they'll, um, they'll just take care of it online. So when they go to book tickets on a plane, or to book a hotel room. So this is to reserve a spot on a plane or at a hotel. So if I go on a trip, before I go on the trip, I need to book a flight. So I need to book with a, uh, an airline so that I have a ticket. So when you book something, it means to buy or to reserve. Um, and you also need to book a hotel room. So you need to call a hotel. Uh, to get a room if you're staying at a hotel, but you aren't necessarily staying at a hotel. This is an interesting one because a long time ago, you had to actually buy a ticket and you had a ticket in your hand. Um, and it, it's a piece of paper that lets you get on an airplane or a boat or whatever form of travel you are using. Um, but uh, these days, most people use e-tickets. So an e-ticket is a ticket that you buy online and the ticket is on your phone. So paper tickets are still used, but we also are moving quickly towards only using e-tickets. Um, when you go on a trip, um, a lot of times you will have a route or an itinerary. Now this word, route, you may hear it pronounced route. So route or route, we say route uh, most of the times in Canada. And itinerary is a bit of a challenge. It's a bit of a mouthful of words, isn't it? Um, but this is a list in order of the places you will visit. So sometimes you're going on a trip and you're going to visit multiple cities. So let's say I was going on a trip and I was going to go to Paris and then I was going to go to Amsterdam and then I was going to go to London. So the route that I would take would be Paris, Amsterdam, London. And the itinerary would list the things that I am doing while I am visiting those cities. So this is kind of the plan, the written plan for what you are doing on your trip.
If you go on a trip, you need to have luggage. So this is a suitcase. We use the word luggage, baggage, bags, so or suitcases. So we say things like, um, "Did you uh, did you pack your bags?" or are, "Do you have your luggage ready to go?" We don't use the word baggage very much in normal spoken English. Uh, it is used at the airport, um, but we more use the word luggage. Like, can I help you get your luggage? Can I help you carry your luggage? Um, do, you, do you want me to help you carry your bags? Um, or we use the plural of suitcase, which is suitcases. So again, this here is a suitcase, um, but we call all of this your luggage or your bags or your suitcases. So you need to pack so this is to put clothing and other, other items in a suitcase or bag. Um, so before you go on a trip, you get together your clothes and you get your toothbrush and you get your toothpaste and you get all of the things that you need on your trip and you pack, you pack your bags. So um, I think it's called to pack because the English uh, verb to pack means to like put everything squished in a box. So you pack a box, but you also pack uh, your luggage or pack your bags. You'll hear this phrase in a song, uh, in some songs sometimes when people uh, pack their bags to go on a trip. You also, when you travel, you need your passport. So your passport is from your government and it's the document that um, declares that you were, yes, you were born in that country. You are definitely Canadian or Israeli or South African, whatever country you are from. Um, but you need your passport and they almost all look the same. The colors are different. The design on the front is different, but it's a small book that you use. Um, and when you go through um, customs, they stamp it, right? They let you know that you went to that country. You get a stamp on it. Hey, before you go on a trip, depending on whether you want to take cash with like bills and coins, you might need to go to a currency exchange. So this is where um, if I was traveling to uh, Europe and I needed euros, I would take my Canadian dollars to a currency exchange uh, and I would buy euros so that when I am in Europe, I would have money to spend. So a currency exchange um, is the place where you go uh, when you need to exchange a certain type of money for another type of money. So um, not as important anymore. Many people simply travel with their credit card uh, or their debit card or interact card or bank card, whatever you call the card, um, and just use that um, and that works well for them. So arrival time. So if you are traveling by air, your arrival time is the time your flight will arrive. Um, I didn't go over how airplanes work. They, they take off and they land. Um, once your airplane lands at an airport, um, it usually, if it's on time, uh, then your arrival time is whatever time you get to the airport. Hopefully that made sense. Um, so if you're traveling by air, this is the time you will arrive. Often, if you are having someone get you, pick you up from the airport, that's the uh, phrasal verb we use, pick you up, um, you would tell them your arrival time so they know when to come and get you. Um, and then the flip side is the departure time. So the flip side means the opposite. So your arrival time is when your plane gets to the airport. Your departure time is when your plane is scheduled to take off. So a lot of times too, if you are taking a flight and a friend or family member is picking you up, you will tell them your departure time from your airport and your arrival time at their airport, okay? So 
Let's see here. Once you get to an airport, you need to go to baggage claim. Remember I told you that in everyday speech, we don't use the word baggage very much, but they do use it at the airport. So the baggage claim is the place where your suitcases come out. But if you were talking to someone at the airport and you needed to go uh, and pick up your luggage or your suitcases or your bags, you probably wouldn't use the word baggage. You wouldn't say, oh, I need to go get my baggage. You would say though, I need to go get my bags from the baggage claim, or I need to grab my suitcase from the baggage claim. Um, so the baggage claim area is where all of your suitcases come out. And then everyone's favorite uh, when traveling is going through customs. Um, so this is where government officials, um, and this happens in every country. I just happen to have, I think this is in Beijing, um, but customs is when you go through the airport uh, and government officials might inspect your bag. They might ask you questions. They want to see your passport. Um, they might want to ask where else you have traveled and what you did there. They may say to you, do you have anything to, to declare? Anything to declare. And that means, did you buy anything when you were in the country you came from? So let's say um, I fly to the United States and then I fly to France. When I land in France, customs will say, um, do you have anything to declare? Did you buy anything? And especially if, um, when you're going, uh, coming home from another country, if you go on a trip and you've bought lots of things, when you go through customs from your own government in the airport, they might ask you if you have anything to declare. Um, let's see here. You might, when you get out of the airport, need to take a taxi or an Uber. Um, if you're wondering why I'm talking mostly about airplane travel, it's because that is mostly how people travel. Either you go on a small trip in a car, but usually in the world now, if you go to another country that's far away, you take an airplane. Um, so I'm not talking much today about boats or anything, but after you get off the plane, you might need to take a taxi or take an Uber. So Uber is a new company um, that uh, works like a taxi service. Um, but you need, might need to take a taxi or an Uber. Hey, when you go on a trip, you might stay in a hotel. Um, when you stay in a hotel, um, you need to check in. So when you get to a hotel, hopefully you have booked a room. Remember we use the verb to book. Uh, and hopefully you have a reservation at the hotel. You need to check in. You need to prove uh, who you are uh, so that they can uh, check you into the room. Um, they'll give you a key card or a room key card. We don't use keys anymore. Where are my keys? Uh, when you go to a hotel, you don't often get a key anymore. Like you don't get one of these. Um, mostly you will now get a key card. So it's all electronic now. Very cool. Um, when you're on a trip, you might do some sightseeing. So if you go sightseeing, you are a sightseer or a tourist. So in English, we say things like, I'm traveling because I wanna see the sights. So the sights are like the historic places, the interesting places, the coolest places that the country or city has to offer. Uh, and when you go to see those sites, we say that you are sightseeing. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. So here, if I went to Paris, um, one of the sites is the Eiffel Tower. It is one of the things that you have to see if you go to Paris. So if I went as a tourist or sightseer, I would want to make sure that I see the Eiffel Tower. Um, if you go to a city and you don't know your way around, 
uh, you might want to find a tour guide. So this is a person who helps you see the sites. So remember we talked about sites are the cool places to see. Um, so you might hire a tour guide um, so that a person can lead you around the city and tell you uh, and show you all of the really cool and important historical places. And then while they're doing that, they usually give you a mini history lesson. So they'll show you something and they'll tell you about it. They'll show you the Eiffel Tower and they'll tell you when it was built, etc., etc. When you are all done at a hotel, you will check out. This box is a box where you just throw your keys in at the end of your stay at the hotel. But let's say you didn't get, um, let's say you didn't take a taxi or an Uber. Maybe at the airport, someone picked you up. So um, sometimes when you go on a trip, you'll phone ahead to family or friends and say, hey, I'm going to need to be picked up from the airport tomorrow at three o'clock. So to be picked up or to get picked up uh, is when family or friends uh, come to the airport to get you. So it's kind of nice. It's cheaper than a taxi if they pick you up. Um, and the flip side of that is if you're done visiting family or friends, you will need to be dropped off at the airport. Um, so you, you could say, hey, uh, my flight leaves tomorrow at three o'clock. Could you drop me off at the airport at one o'clock? So you would say, oh, I need to be dropped off tomorrow. Um, and here's something interesting that happens to some people when they travel. Uh, they get homesick. So when you're homesick, it means that you feel sad while traveling because you miss home. So some people really, really love traveling. Actually, I have a sheet here for that. Just a sec, let me find it. Some people have, I'm looking through my big pile of papers here. I think I made too many this morning. Some people have the travel bug. So this is someone uh, who has a strong desire to travel. So we all probably know someone who has the travel bug. They just travel all the time. Anytime they can go somewhere, they go. Um, these are the kinds of people that sometimes travel around the world because they love traveling so much. So we call that having a travel bug or the travel bug. The opposite would be someone who, when they travel, they are homesick. Um, they just really, really like being home and they have trouble enjoying their trip uh, because they're homesick. So uh, travel bug and homesick. Maybe you didn't go on a plane. Maybe you went on a cruise or a cruise ship. So this is the other type of vacation that a lot of Canadians go on. So they go on a cruise ship, um, usually in the Caribbean. So you say Caribbean or Caribbean. I say both. But in the uh, down south uh, to the east of Central America, we have the Caribbean. Um, so a lot of people go on cruise ships or they go over to the Mediterranean and they go on a cruise ship. Um, and some people go on cruises in the North Atlantic around Iceland. Uh, and then over to the east around Norway and Sweden and Finland. But cruise ships are uh, a very, very common way of traveling or going on vacation for Canadians. Um, bus tour. So sometimes when you go on a trip, uh, especially as a tourist, you will go on a bus tour. This is a great way to see a city. Um, often a bus tour will have a tour guide who comes with. So you'll have a person, either the driver or another person on the bus, They'll talk on a microphone like, to your left, you'll see the Eiffel Tower. It was built many, many years ago. I don't know when it was built, but um, a tour bus or a bus tour. Sorry, let me get that straight. 
This is a tour bus. When you go on a tour bus, you are on a bus tour. Is that confusing? It's a little bit confusing, isn't it? So sorry about that. Um, there's also people go traveling so they can go camping. Um, so camping is when you get a tent and you go out in nature. Um, and we have, a, we have another form of tourism called adventure tourism. Uh, people go on adventure tourism or, sorry, adventure tours uh, or adventure. I think because it's new, we don't have a formal name for it, but they go on a trip where they go, uh, this person is kayaking. They might go mountain climbing. They might go, um, let's see, um, they might go off-road uh, dirt bike riding, but adventure tour is tourism is for people who like to do exciting things uh, while they are traveling. Um, and then we have a new kind of tourism, which I don't understand totally, called agri-tourism or agro-tourism. We haven't decided yet. We use both these words, but <laughs> this makes me laugh because this is where people pay money to go work on a farm. So it's interesting to me because I, I have a farm and it's really hard work, uh, but people will pay money to go and work on a farm. We call it agritourism. Um, interesting. Um, maybe that's what we should do at home. Maybe we should have agritourism so people could come and stay on the farm and, uh, and work for us. This isn't really the kind of travel any of us do, but it does. It is a kind of travel. So we have space travel. Uh, so here you can see um, the space shuttle is being launched. Uh, so space travel. And then if you read science fiction or you watch movies that are science fiction movies, we have something called time travel. And none of us can do this either. Um, but time travel is when you go back in time or you go forward in time. And currently it's impossible. And I think it will always be impossible. But we have time travel. And we also have Another word for a trip in uh, English is a getaway. So um, you could say something like, in the winter, it's nice to have a getaway, uh, which means it's nice to go on a trip. Um, many Canadians, like I said, like to go south in the winter because um, they like to have a little getaway where it's warmer, um, where the sun is still shining. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.